Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life? Well, that's another. Which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week to help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the reflection and extension of you who will be here each Wednesday interviewing a different consciousness changemaker and on the other four weekdays, leading the way to ensure that your perspective is consistently expanded, your vibration is constantly elevated, and your heart is overflowing and full. Also, this episode of the Positive Head Podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online, and you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out. All right, all you positive heads, welcome, welcome. Here we go again. It is a magical Monday here in the studio, and I am ecstatic to say I'm not alone. I have none other than the lovely Sonia Sophia from World Tapping Circle here to help steer the ship this fine Monday. Hello, Sonia. How are you? Hi, Brandon. Thrilled to be with you again. So thrilled to have you as well. It's been, well, we've been doing this for quite some time, uh, about once a month or so, and it's uh, so great to be able to drop in with you regularly like this, and uh, you have so much exciting stuff happening in your life. Um, you know what, if, if, is it okay to share what you were just telling me, that you're, the project that you're working on? Well, I think it would be okay to let people know about it. Um, it's still in the works, but a sneak peek is definitely worth mentioning. So there's a beautiful, okay. a beautiful project, um, and you listeners can look it up online, One Dome Global. And, um, well, that's the website. You should check it out. But basically, <laughs> the, the spiritual circus is coming to town in a city near you soon, and there's going to be tapping and lots of um, resources for people like you to come and actually have a physical experience and to help people connect up with all that positive stuff that's already in your city and town that you may not know about. There'll be uh, people from Cirque du Soleil involved. I'll be there doing big, beautiful tapping sessions inside of a, a projection dome where you can go in and see the whole universe around you and you can you know they can change it to look like the rainforest and the floor shakes it's a sound sensitive floor and ah it's super exciting yeah well that sounds so epic and you know it seems like i remember seeing something about the founder of cirque du soleil being a spiritually minded individual um I, I, if I'm recalling, and so it's it's great. I mean, obviously having having them involved and behind it, and seeing you know, I've, I've, I think instantly to uh, Android Jones, who I interviewed, you know, the visionary artist a, a couple of years ago mm-hmm. on the show, one of my earlier interviews, and he has a 3D dome where all of his art is projected, you know, in just this amazing way. So I'm like seeing a visualization of you standing in like a circus tent with all this 3D magic flow. 
flowing around you, talking about taking tapping to the next level. That's just going to be absolutely epic. Congratulations on that. Well, thank you. And uh, I have a soft spot for Andrew, Android, as he is now known. I I met him many years ago in Austin when we were both living here and did some tapping with him. And, uh, and I like to think that that helped inspire what he's up to now, which, uh, you know, he was, he was developing his art and it was a beautiful chance to get to know each other. Yeah. He's a, he's a wonderful guy. Yeah. I I met him originally at uh, my friend Shane's house and, you know, had a, a really interesting long conversation. Then he ended up coming on the show soon after. And now he's, you know, uh, shoot, at the time he had just done projections uh, for the last Grateful Dead show. So he was super excited about that. And they just projected his art on the side of some building in New York City, like the whole building. Did you see that? I it did. It was like, yeah. uh, so cool. Like, definitely, you know, you've made it as an artist when they project your art on the side of like a skyscraper. Right. <laughs> What's left? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, um, so uh, that's a very, very exciting project. And we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, of course, we're here right before the holidays. And last time you were on, I think it was right before the Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, and, you know, for the, for those in the States, of course, celebrating that one. And now you have Hanukkah and Christmas and, you know, this whole uh I guess, crescendo of the holiday season here happening. And uh, so one of the things that I saw posted on the Facebook group, uh, Positive Heads, by the way, if you guys aren't on there, it's a group of all the P-heads, amazing listeners connecting and sharing and asking questions and supporting one another. And uh, from time to time, you know, we'll take questions and answer them on the show. And of course, you can write in uh, to me directly if you want to ask a question brandon at positivehead.com as well but i saw i've seen a couple times where people talked about uh santa claus and this idea of talking about santa claus to children and is it right or is it wrong to lie to them and you know this is one that really struck a chord for me because christmas was such a magical time for me as a child and to this day i just absolutely love like the energy of the holiday even though i'm not christian per se and it wasn't uh it wasn't really in my house even though we were kind of a strict christian household it it, there was never a real tie to the christian aspect of it you know it's it's just sort of a time to celebrate and spend time with the family and you know gift giving and all that sort of stuff so um, for me, Sonia, here's my perspective on the Santa Claus thing, and I really want to hear yours as well, uh, is, you know, it's, it's lying. Do I support lying? No. Although I think there are certain perspectives because the, the problem is, is like, you know, you've told them this thing and then they find out when they're nine, 10 years old, whatever, that they've they've been lied to and, and people are concerned about them, them feeling deceived. That being said, the magic of that character, that archetype, that avatar, right? It's, it's like Santa Claus is an archetype of giving and abundance and goodness. And that's a real energy, I believe. That's a real, especially with so many people putting their you know, energy behind it, that archetype is, is real in a sense, right? And, you know, I actually think back to the chapter from the book Oneness I just read um, every week. I don't know if you're familiar, Sonia, with the book Oneness by Rasha. It's one of my favorite books. And 
It's a channeled and transcribed, and basically, I call it like the guidebook for ascension. What you can expect as you, you know, elevate your vibration and go through this whole human growth process that we're all going through. Who those who are tuning in, especially, you know, consciousness raising and really working on themselves. And one of the things that she talks about is as you sort of progress, um, you'll see, uh, you know, there's there's different levels of reality, and you'll see mineral, new minerals or plants or animals that appear that. Weren't there before it's because you're as you elevate vibrationally you're in a place where they exist and i think that's a really interesting perspective i don't know if santa claus will ever pop into our reality but i do believe that he is an archetype or that character is an archetype an energy that is real that that represents everything about that that uh, you know, quote unquote, fictitious character, right? So to me, the idea of taking that away from a child, I think if it was taken away from me as a kid, that would suck. So when you're coming at it from the right intention, from a really good intention, from a really good place of bringing magic and in, in to your child's life, um, and then when they get to older, if you explain to them. Hey, here's what I would do. If I were to have a little, little child again, I would tell them about Santa Claus. I would play the whole Santa Claus thing. When they got to be, you know, eight, nine, ten years old and figured it out, uh, I would have the conversation with them. Well, look, here's here's what I believe. I believe this energy is real. I believe this archetype is real. And I believe in this case, just like someone can potentially channel or bring through energy from elsewhere, right? We're, we, as the parent, are playing the role of that archetype when we're gifting to you and it's coming through through us in a sense. And that's just where I've landed as I've thought about it because it's such a great question. Should, you know, it's deceptive. Are we lying? Well, are we lying when we really believe, if we really believe that archetype, that energy is a, is a real energy that um, is flowing through the parent in a sense and we've just painted the picture of this character and when they're old enough to actually understand, we can get a little more, um, you know, deep on them and explain, well, he's not physically here, but he is here uh, spiritually, if you will, through uh, me as your parent. Um, I love your perspective on it, Brandon. And my parents did very much what you're talking about. And uh, the only difference is they started really early, so they never technically lied to us. And kids are way more advanced than we give them credit for. And if you can explain it simply, they can get it. And so what They told me, and I remember this being like probably around age two, they said, um, Santa Claus is an an energy of love Mm. and basically explained that we have this um, story about who he is and what he does and reindeer, um, but basically that it's the energy of love that comes through each of us. And it's called the Christmas spirit. And that wow. our job is to find, the, to find the Christmas spirit inside our hearts and to be the Christmas spirit for each other. And that if we want to believe in Santa Claus, that can be really fun and exciting. And because we wanted to believe it um, and it was voluntary, um, you know, I remember cuddling up with my sister in bed and waiting to hear the reindeers on the roof and staring up into the sky and I was sure I could see his sled. That moving light was probably it, you know. And at the same Mm -hmm. time, never feeling lied to or betrayed. There was never that awful awakening that the people I loved and trusted the most had betrayed me with something that was mystical and sacred, you know. So there was a sense of responsibility 
that I could actually participate and be Santa Claus too. And mm. um, so it was really well done. And I think that's a hard one for people to bridge if they aren't spending a lot of deep time with their kids. If the kids are just in front of the TV and at school or in preschool and they don't really have that kind of rapport with them, then it might be hard to bridge that gap. But if you have a relationship with your kids where you talk about things like why did this bird die and why is the sky blue and kids are very kind of mystical already and they can understand this right right that is so epic because we didn't even really discuss this before this for you know us talking and recording right now uh i just said let's talk about santa claus i have some ideas i want to share and it sounds like your parents were like way ahead of their time Mm -hmm. with that explanation that's that's essentially you know it and i believe that is uh, just an affirmation to my thoughts Mm -hmm. uh because this is truly you kind of reflecting back pretty much the same idea um has i I haven't really heard explained before anywhere it just kind of came to me yesterday when i seen it and i was like ah this is really what what would i do now is what i got thinking and that's what i came up with and here we are and you're like yep that's that's what happened to me and it was magical and and i love that (laughs) well thank you i can tell you the effect it's had on me growing up um is that i love christmas and I also grew up in a very fundamentalist Christian type of family. Um, And at the same time, what I was taught to focus on was the spirit of Christmas. And that was something Mm -hmm. that as a little child, I dug into my heart year after year. I remember laying under the tree and looking up at the lights, longing to like, where's the spirit of Christmas? I need to find this in my heart. And each year I would actually find that moment and I could tell when I found it. And it was this sense of love and peace and all is well in the world and this expanding like warmth in my chest. And I knew I had found the spirit of Christmas. And from there I could make these little handmade gifts. And from there I could feel the wonder and the beauty and the magic that is real, that is real, you know? Yeah. And so now, of course... I go all out for the holidays, Um, and it's expanded my experience of Christmas. So the return of the sun, like in the Christian tradition, the birth of the sun, it has to do with solstice and the Mm. bringing of light into the darkness. And the darkest time of the year, we celebrate the light. Um, It also has a celestial um, aspect of it where there's an alignment with the planets and the sun and the rebirth of the sun and um, we're celebrating a, a holiday that also has to do with a star, that we followed the stars, that we looked up and we were inspired by the stars. And that connects us to our greater community. I, I believe that we're not alone in this universe. I think that that's preposterous. And, you know, all the new data from NASA. Actually, yesterday I was at, at Nassim Haramin's conference here in Austin And he was saying, did you see that NASA just did this huge disclosure thing on their website? And I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't even looked it up yet, but that's exciting. Yeah, I saw this, too. And so Christmas has this sense of like connecting us to our cosmic family and to um, the shamanistic practices. Maybe you uh, read the same article I did a few years ago, but when they're talking about why do we use red and white for Christmas Mm. and why is there the thing about coming down the chimney? That seems odd. But there was a time um, in uh, 
in the world when people were living in yurts and the yurts would get snowed in. And the only way to get in and out of the yurt was through the top of the yurt where the fire hole came. And the Mm. local shaman would come and drop these red and white psychedelic mushrooms down the chimney for the people who were inside so they could do some (laughs) vision questing during the darkest time of the year. You're going in and you're staying in and you got some provisions. Here's some food. Here's something to surprise and delight you. And by the way, here's some medicine, plant medicine. Go inside and, you know, find the light inside yourself. Yeah. So it's so, it's so, so interesting when you start researching a lot of the roots of some of this stuff. And, uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a wild world we live in and it's a magical world. And, uh, I believe, I believe in Santa Claus (laughs) and I hope you guys do too now. And I'd like to shift gears a little bit and do, uh, talk a little bit more about tapping. Now I mentioned it at the top of the show and this exciting circus that, you know, uh, you're, you're going to be a part of and, I realize there may be some people who are just hearing this for the first time and aren't even familiar who you are, what tapping is. And so uh, maybe real quickly, you can do a quick explanation of um, EFT or tapping and, you know, emotional freedom technique and what that is. And uh, and then we're going to do a little mini tap to help folks deal with the the holidays because it is uh, for some people it is very joyous for others it's very stressful and for others it's you know sad and it's you know it's a mixture of of um sort of speaking of plant medicines what do they do a lot of times they really just uh amplify emotions and energy and that's sort of what the holidays do without even eating those red and white mushrooms <laughs> that the shamans would drop <laughs> um and so yeah why don't you do that real quick and then uh we'll explain you know what it is and then we'll we'll do a little tap okay well tapping is a self-healing tool that is all the rage right now. It's going gangbusters all over the planet because it's natural, it's organic, it's something you can do with yourself, for yourself, and it de-stresses you and it releases um, accumulated stress, fear, anxiety, trauma from your nervous system, including just the stuff that doesn't even seem like it's trauma because it's so well, uh, so familiar in our culture. Um, it's a spiritual development tool as well. Um, It's scientifically proven, and it releases a chemical in your blood called oxytocin that's created in your brain, which is also called the love hormone. And oxytocin helps you relax, it helps you digest, it helps you sleep better, it helps your body repair itself, and it helps you bond and feel love and trust. It's the same chemical that's released during orgasm, the same chemical that chocolate helps you create Mm. and the same chemical that a baby releases when it's time to be born to tell the mother's womb to contract the baby actually sends a love chemical to the mother and the womb starts to contract Mm. Um, and it's released during breastfeeding so it's like a it's a very crucial to the human being chemical and tapping helps release tons of it um, to help you physically repair but it's also a way to reprogram your brain so i I see a lot of people in the positive head groups saying they're suffering with anxiety, depression, fear, insecurities, self-doubt, grief. And this is one of those tools that you can use on all of that stuff, including 
manifestation. So there's just this amazing way that we can learn to talk to ourselves and tap with our fingers on the meridians of the body, which jiggles the electrical circuits and helps your brain rapidly process and speed learn things that might have taken a lot longer for you to learn. So it's a self-evolution tool and um, you can see why it's so popular because it works for so many things. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely, and that's how I, I originally met you. Of course, was at Burning Man where you were doing big groups of um, of taps. Where you know it's turned out to be one of out of all the workshops there, the most popular workshops, and mm-hmm. for good reason. It is such a simple, uh, simple and profound uh, tool. And uh, yeah, I just uh, really appreciate you, you know, taking the time to continue to come back and do these mini taps and then of course offer a deal to people if they want to join the world tapping circle uh which you do every monday and we'll talk about that maybe afterwards but uh if you're ready i'm ready to do a little tap great well i was meditating this morning on what would be useful to people and it just kept coming up that family pain is a huge topic And so many of us um, go back to see friends and family, go back to our hometowns, see relatives that we only see once or twice a year um, during the holidays, whatever it is that you're celebrating. And it can be really triggering for people. They can feel suddenly like they're not as evolved as they thought they were. They end up feeling um, like a kid again and sometimes getting reactive in the holidays. The last thing you want to do is have a fight with your mom or your dad or your sister or your All uncle right. or your brother and or to stuff it and then feel like you didn't find the Christmas spirit. You aren't actually in a holy <laughs> day yourself. You're feeling like you're gritting your teeth and getting through Grinch. it. Because, the Grinch yeah. has come. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it does, it reminds you of the stuff that uh, you're trying to forget. And so there's a different option that people have. And if you get down with your good self and you decide instead of avoiding or numbing, you're actually just going to process the discomfort which is a powerful choice. Usually we want to run away or push the blame out and say, you know what, you're the problem. I was fine before I got here. So you're the trigger. But the the third option is to say, I'm uncomfortable. I feel weird. I feel scared. I feel sad. I feel angry. And to take myself maybe out to my car or on a walk around the block or Um, you know, excuse myself and go into the other room and give myself a little tapping session and come back able to be present with the people I showed up for, knowing that my presence being really there in my heart is a gift to them and a gift to me so that we have that connection and we do, we want our families to somehow experience love. You know, we came into this world to share love with our parents and to help them evolve. And sometimes we feel frustrated, especially if we're having a, a spiritual awakening, that maybe our parents aren't having a spiritual awakening, or maybe never will in, in the same way that we are. And there can be dissonance. And what I, what I learned to do with my family was to stop judging them for being where they mm. were. And when I stopped judging them, lo and behold, I stopped feeling judged. What do you know? (laughs) Yeah, and tapping was a big part of that. So I'd like to lead a little tap on family pain for people who um, are experiencing some of that. Excellent. Okay, so what we're going to do is, this is an 
audience interactive moment, y'all. So <laughs> get your hands ready. You're going to le- at least need one hand free. Um, and I'm going to talk you through the points, and you're just going to gently tap with one or two fingers along the meridian lines, and I'll describe where they are, and you're just going to tap and repeat after me. And if the words I'm using aren't precise for your situation, you just edit them and you change them. And we're going to do something interesting, which is we're going to toggle back and forth between the cold, hard truth, meaning the the fears and the feelings that we don't like, um, and talk just with love about those. And then we're going to talk about the positive, what we would prefer to be experiencing and regrounding in a more positive reality. And the reason why we have to bring the negative in is because it hasn't been given love and empathy. And that's mm. all it's waiting for. That fear, that anxiety, that expectation has never been acknowledged. It's been suppressed. It's been denied. It's been numbed. It's been avoided. And when you just stop and give it some love, it tends to drain the emotional charge out. And in terms of manifestation, it stops causing and creating the very scenario that you're trying to avoid. So we're going back and forth between the positive and the negative. And you don't have to worry that it's going to like drive the negative deeper. It's, it's already as deep as it's going to get. <laughs> it's yeah. actually just going to help uh, loosen it up. And I will warn you guys that you may feel some really interesting sensations in your body while you tap. And that's normal. That's your body off-gassing stored stress. So you might find yourself yawning, burping, laughing. You might feel tears. Um, you might feel um, tingles of electricity or weird little pains rolling through your body and coming out. That's all really normal. So just let your body move the way it needs to move. Um, and if you feel sleepy while you're doing this, that's also another way of the mind trying to protect itself from hearing and knowing. If you feel sleepy, like stand up and speak a little bit louder and stay present so that you can actually re- rewire your brain and your expectations. Okay. You ready? Ready. All right. So with one or two hands, we're going to start in the front of the chest. Find your collarbones. Slide down about four to six inches from your collarbones and press around the front of your chest until you find a tender spot. And just give that little sore spot a light massage. And we're going to take a few deep breaths. Inhaling through the nose if you can and a strong exhalation and you're really going to focus on breathing out during the tapping because that's helping release energy from your body through your breath. So and as we're breathing I want you to focus on where you're expecting to have some dissonance or family pain coming up for you around this season. What's one place that you're not looking forward to going or people you're not looking forward to seeing. <sighs> okay. So tuning into where that family pain is for you. Maybe you're going to be dealing with your ex. You know, that's a lot of people. Here we go. Focusing on your topic. Repeat after me, rubbing this spot. Even though part of me has this pain about family. I'm open to loving and accepting myself. Big deep breath. And strong exhalation. Now we're going to tap the eyebrow right where the eyebrow begins. And gently tapping with one hand or two hands. 
This family pain, focusing again on what you're not looking forward to. Slide down the eyebrow, tapping at the side of the temple. This family pain, big breath again. And tap the cheek. When I think about seeing them, now think about who it is specifically, I feel, how do you feel in your body? Do you feel tight? Do you feel queasy? Do you feel anxious? <sighs> Maybe you feel angry. Tapping under the nose. When I think about seeing them, I feel, say it again, with the emotion. Big breath again. Tapping under the lips, on the chin. This feeling of, state that emotion again. Now spread your fingers out and tap the chest in a circle, just the top of the chest. This feeling of thinking about that feeling again in connection with that person or those people. And sigh. And tap down to the bottom of the rib cage. The front of the ribs stick out. Tap the last couple of ribs where they stick out on the rib bones themselves. I'm open to loving and accepting myself, even though a part of me has this pain. When I think about and say again who it is, I'm tapping the side of the ribs. So this point, you can sort of give yourself a hug and reach those points. It's nipple height, side seam of the body. If you were wearing a bra, Brandon, this is where your bra strap would go across. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> little elf told me all right inside of the wrist so flip your hand over and look at the inside of your wrist tap on your wrist bone and if you can't find it i'll tell you it's the pinky side of your wrist and you see that little bone that pops when you move your hand up and down it moves up and down tap on that bone even though i feel and say the negative feeling again when I think about, and then describe the situation, perhaps it's like going home for Christmas. I'm open to loving and accepting myself. Including these feelings that come up. Big deep breath, big sigh. Now looking at your hand, tap the side of your thumb. So put your hand like you're going to karate chop something. Look down at the top edge of your thumb and tap right at the side of your nail. This feeling in my body, when I think about seeing who. <sighs> okay, tap the index finger. Part of me expects what? Go ahead and say what you think is going to happen. What always happens? Part of me expects what? And tap the middle finger. Keep describing your expectation. So, for example, I expect us to have a boring dinner and the TV on and us not to have any meaningful conversation again. Big deep breath. And now tap the bottom of the fourth finger. So you're going to swap sides. Side of the fourth finger right at the side of the fingernail. I love and respect myself. And back to the inner edge of your little finger. I forgive myself 
for holding on to the past. So for a second, just scan through how many times you've had the same experience, which is probably why you're expecting it to happen again. Now tapping the side of the hand, if you were going to do the karate chop, this is where the karate chop would land, on the side of your hand. Big deep breath. This family pain about, and say again what it is. Big deep breath. Now tune in. Let's just pause there for a second. You've done one round of tapping, meaning you've gone through the cycle of points, which is releasing stored stress from the entire meridian system. It's touching every organ, every gland. Now think about your experience of what you're imagining and see if it feels less triggering. For most people, the sensation will be dropping. It's like, oh, for some people, it may go up temporarily because you were really quite numb at the beginning and you couldn't really tell how intense it was. But for a lot of people, it'll feel like it's going to be less of a big deal. So we're going to do one more quick round, tapping the top of the head, the back of the head, and the side of the head. I want you to focus again on what this negative expectation might be about you seeing these people, hanging out with them, having the conversations that are bound to come up, trying your best to avoid topics like religion or politics or what foods are healthy tapping the eyebrows i'm open to loving and accepting myself big breath and tapping the temples even if a part of me is bracing myself for the same old experience big breath tuning in again to what you think is coming Tapping the front of the cheeks, on the cheekbones. I'm open to the possibility of feeling love, even in the midst of, and then say the limiting experience that you think you're headed into. <sighs> Tapping under the nose. I'm open to the possibility of staying connected to my heart. Releasing my fear of being judged. Tapping under the lips, staying connected to my heart. Tapping the chest, releasing my fear of being judged. Big breath again. And tapping the front of the ribs. I'm open to releasing my reaction. So how do you react? Do you leave? Do you get in a fight? Do you drink? I'm open to releasing this reaction. And creating a new response. Tap the side of the ribs. What would you rather do? I would rather give them a hug. I would rather ask them a meaningful, empowering question. I would rather play games. I would rather tell them why I love them. Big breath. <sighs> Tapping the inside of the wrist. You can do the opposite wrist this time if you want to. Don't worry if you can't. It won't hurt anything. I'm open to the possibility of giving my loving presence this season. Tap the side of the thumb. 
So imagine for a moment, as you're tapping your thumb, imagine this is the last holiday that you're ever going to see these people for some reason. How would you conduct yourself if you knew this was it? If this was the last time, the last few hours you were ever going to spend with these people in your life? You probably would drop your defenses. You probably would open your heart a little bit wider, maybe show up a little earlier, stay a little longer, be of service, let them know no matter how many negative things that they've impacted you with, the few positive things, the lessons, the joy, the peace that you becoming yourself now through that experience has brought you. Tap the index finger and there's probably a way to communicate that. Even if it's just thank you for giving me my life, the best gift of all is your life, right? And these people had something to do with keeping you alive or giving you a body. So tapping your index finger, big breath. I'm allowing myself to give my love and my gratitude. Tap the middle finger to these people for loving me the best that they could caring for me the best that they could. Tap in the bottom of the fourth finger. I'm allowing myself to feel this love in my heart, whether it's deserved or not, as a gift to myself for me to feel whole and complete. Big breath. (sighs) Tap the little finger, releasing this anxiety, any remaining fear or grief. Tap the side of the hand. It's safe for me to process these remaining feelings about my family. Big breath, tuning into the remaining feelings that are there. Tap in the top of the head. I accept these feelings. you got 30 seconds. Say what they are. Tap in your head as you go. Breathing, keep saying it. One more breath, accepting all those feelings without judgment, without trying to change them. Tapping your eyebrows. It's safe for me to relax. Tap the temples to come into completion. Tap the cheeks to feel whole. So just pause there. Notice how you feel physically. Remember that as you're listening to this, if you want to rewind the tap at this point and do that sequence again, this is a great moment to finish it because this is a short tap and you might need to tap for five or ten minutes instead of two or three. But just notice how far you've come in this short period of time with imagining um, your experience. So if you want to change an experience, the first thing you have to do is change the way you're thinking about it. And your expectations. So if you come in with your heart open and glowing, you're going to light up that room. You're going to be the living spirit of Christmas. You're going to be the return of the light. And you have this power. We all have this power. So thank you for tapping with me. This is my gift to you. And your gift to me is making this world a better place by bringing love to the darkness. 
Oh, Mrs. Claus, thank you so much for that. That was awesome. Oh man, that was great! And for for those of you who would like to continue tapping uh, with Sonia, uh, the World T- Tapping Circle is Sonia's uh, uh, baby, if you will, and that baby has grown quite a bit. To you know, you have people from all over the world who are getting together what, every Monday night, and it's a live mm-hmm. it's a live video feed, and you guys go through different things, different uh, all the different. Um, I mean, in the archives, there's pretty much every tap you can think of and those that you haven't. <laughs> so you, mm-hmm. what's great about it, guys, is you get to go and do live taps. You get to get full access to the archives. Sonia's been gracious enough to put together an amazing deal for Positive Head listeners. If you go to worldtappingcircle.com forward slash Positive Head. Uh, and there, I mean, there what everything from, depending on whether you get the full year or just do a one-off tap or the monthly there's different levels of discount um which is what up to up to close to 50 percent off you you did um Mm -hmm. for some of them so that's super gracious and quite a few p heads have taken advantage of it and if you guys are feeling so uh inclined uh definitely go over to worldtappingcircle.com forward slash positive head check it out and uh sign up for um sonia's amazing amazing uh, online workshops. Thank you. Thank you, Brandon. Um, and I want to highlight two of those things. There's about five different offerings there. One of them is called the Chakra Sweep. Right. So there's a lot of talk about chakras and energy and how do I deal with that. This is a really good educational um, series of workshops. They're two hour long, seven workshops, one for each chakra. So not only will you learn about where that energy is and how to use it in your body, but you actually get to clear chakra-related issues, which is even more important than learning about where they are. It's like, how do I unplug them? How do I get them to hook up? Right. So that's going to be a very powerful, life-changing thing to give yourself. It's 99 bucks. And then there's also something called the Positive Course, which is 30-plus hours. It's really good for all you skeptics, people who are just sort of waking up, like, how does my brain work? How does my body work? This is a very life-enhancing course, and there's um, live Q&A sessions that happen every quarter in it, and you'll get to see all these other students and their learning and lots of TED Talk videos and me tapping along with you on video as well. So, um, And it's 250 originally 375 so that's exciting if you want to really dive deep. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. I love how you have given so many options from the one-time session to the monthly, to the yearly, to the, the full course, to the chakra sweep. So you've, you've got so many great offerings and there is definitely a good reason that uh, the spiritual circus is going to have you center stage because you are amazing and really having the video element to get Sonia's full uh, energy is, uh, is certainly a, a big plus. Uh, that's how I originally, you know, what well, was live and direct and you just have such a wonderful presence and uh i applaud the work that you're doing and thank you for for creating a special deal for uh the listeners you're welcome brandon thank you again for having me on i look forward to our next conversation 
Likewise, likewise. Happy holidays. I hope Santa Claus is good to you. And uh, with that being said, I have uh, I do have a song here queued up to uh, listen to uh, for you guys. And this may be one you would listen to once the shaman has dropped the mushrooms down the chimney. This is Anchor Hill. It's called Doorway of Mind Travel. I love the track. Hope you do too. Until next time, journey well. Love you all. Also, if you're craving more consciousness elevating content, be sure to check out Gaia, which is my personal go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web, where you can stream an incredible 7,000 plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. As you all hear me constantly say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration. And if you're looking to journey deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place I know of to do it, period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com forward slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com forward slash positive head. Check it out. Dude. 